We're nearing the first major content drop for Street Fighter V's fifth season, and developers are planning to share information on battle mechanics next week. Catalyst and I discuss what we think might be coming down the pike. And then, with more and more sightings of hashtag when's SF6 popping up, we get into some conversation about what the community needs to see in this update in order for Street Fighter V to stay relevant and engaging for at least another year and a half. All on this week's episode of the Event Hubs Podcast. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Event Hubs Podcast. I am John Catalyst Gray, and with me as always is John Velociraptor Guerrero. How's it going, Internet? Thank you for tuning in for yet another Event Hubs Podcast. This is 141, if my memory serves me correctly. And can you believe we've been doing this for 141 weeks already? That's crazy. So, uh, you know, we're getting close to three years, right? It just, it's, it seems like just the other day we started, but. Just the other day, speaking of that, Capcom finally communicated again, John. Like, this is like, they're two for two since Ono left. Like, this is pretty freaking crazy. I can't even believe it. John. I don't know what winter. to do with my hands. Yeah, winter is coming. <laughs> <Ha>! So, <laughs> I could not resist. Dude, yeah. okay. Shots I, got, I, can't, I, I almost talked about this with Steven when I was talking to him earlier because he has not watched Game of Thrones, which, of course, you just referenced. And a huge problem with Game of Thrones early on. Uh, before we got into the real problems with Game of Thrones, was that winter was coming, but it like it never got here. Man. It like, <laughs> took so long for all of the promised stuff to get here. And so I see this second deep extra level metaphor that you've got going on between Game yeah. of Thrones, winter coming, and winter 2020 <laughs> is coming. Yeah. But who yeah. the hell knows when? But actually, we do know when. It's in like two weeks from now. Yeah, well, technically, you know, next week, actually, we get the the unveiling and then, you know, we'll see what happens there. I'm I'm not putting it past Capcom. I believe that they're going to, you know, officially release stuff during Capcom Cup or what is now. Oh, maybe know, three weeks from now. I should I should amend that. Yeah, um, I, I don't know exactly when stuff is coming, but, you know, next week officially on Thursday. And, and just to give everyone a heads up, we're going to be delaying our show next week by a day so that we can go on and jump on right after they do the um, the winter update and, you know, do our reactions and analysis and stuff of it. So that's coming very soon. Yeah. Uh, so just so everyone knows. But first off, let, let, let's recap what's going on here. Okay. The summer update was a huge success. That is a flat out statement that Capcom just made. Uh, I'm not sure how Capcom measures that, but at least the messaging, it tells me that they plan on doing more of these kind of down the road. And they go on to say that the positive response made them want to do this again. And although, again, I wonder how much of this is, is just actually coming down from, from Ryozo Sujimoto. And thank goodness he's doing this because he handles it brilliantly on the Monster Hunter side. Uh, and, and, and why I bring him up so much. One, he leads the division for fighting games now since Ono's gone. And he did it even you know before Ono left when Ono got basically demoted, right? Um, but these presentations mirror what he does for Monster Hunter pretty much like they're, they're so one-to-one. -one, it's pretty crazy, right? Mm -hmm. And... It's just you and I have just hit Capcom so freaking hard about not communicating. Well, guess what? They, they did it in August here with the the, um, the summer update. They did it at TGS in September. Then in December, we got, you know, the little Street Fighter League kind of like update kind of thing. It wasn't much, but it was something, right? And then now we're in February. And hey, guess what? They're actually communicating this stuff. It's not perfect. I'm not saying it's perfect. But damn, is this ever a gigantic improvement over what we saw under Ono's watch. Yep, I can't I can't argue with you. And and in fact, as we'll get into in a little bit, they might not only be letting us know that hey stuff stuff is coming, but they might be 
putting a few hints into this this image that we got today, uh, maybe even further giving us some uh, some whiffs of what's coming down the pike. Yeah. So uh, I- I'm going to use this phrase in the wrong context here, and I'm going to hope it becomes the right context. <laughs> and it appears like Capcom is doing things differently in regards to how they're running their company now that that owner is gone. And I, I know all the negative connotations that brings up, it brings them up for me. I immediately cringe and go, no, like there's, there's no way that Capcom has gotten this good this quickly. And I agree there, there, this is a really marked sign of improvement, but I still look at them compared to a lot of the other AAA developers. And I go, this is still, this is acceptable, but this is, I'm not happy with this. I want to make that very, very, very clear. I don't like some of the messaging out here that they're like, oh, the summer I it was a big success. So we're going to do it again. It's like bull freaking crap. It's like, you just need to do this again. I don't care what people are saying. This is your obligation. I don't know how you're measuring this stuff. I don't know what, what it, that crap doesn't matter. Just do it because it works well. Freaking I'm, I'm quoting Shia LaBeouf now. That's how discombobulated I am, Capcom. Do it. Just do it. You know, and the, uh, you guys can't see me on oh, camera. No, I need to yeah. make that in the banner this week. Your head on Shia LaBeouf. Uh, but I always said LaBeouf, by the way. I don't yeah, know if it's, it's, it's easy to do that. But, but, but Capcom confirmed we're, of course, going to see more of Dan, uh, but also Rose. Now that's it. And I've been telling my family about that. They're like, I'm like, Rose is coming next week. It's going to be awesome. They're like, OK. But I'm like, I did. So but anyway, um, we also have the new battle mechanic. Plus, uh, in a separate message, they mentioned that they're going to be discussing the battle balance. And that is huge for me because as far as I know, they have never done that on stream in any way, shape, or form for Street Fighter V. They've done it a little bit with past games and kind of like, you know, the blog updates for Street Fighter IV, a little bit on stream for Marvel Three, a few things like that. But for Street Fighter V, the best we've ever gotten from, as far as my memory serves, is like some little notes with the patches mm-hmm. of what they were looking at. So exactly. having three of Capcom's developers go up there and say, this is why we buffed Akuma, that's going to be hell that interesting to me. <laughs> uh, but, we thought Urian uh, could use more life. Oh, man. I, and, and again, and this is, that's one of the reasons how come I know they don't do that stuff. Because of the, the ease of putting your foot in your mouth, especially with a language barrier. But since this is all pre-recorded and they can sculpt the message exactly how they want to, I'm hoping we get a little bit of discourse here. What is happening behind the scenes from Capcom? Yeah, there's going to be potential to get blown up and stuff like that. But it's like, if if you do anything, if you breathe, you get blown up on Twitter. John and I were just watching the Twitter trends here just a minute ago. And it's like, it's like 50 people got canceled in the last minute, you know, kind of thing. It's like, okay, you can't win on social media. Don't even try. Just do the right thing because that's what really matters. If you do the right thing, that you're good, you know, kind of thing. Screw what people are saying online. Yeah, agreed. Now, when it comes to what Capcom might say in regards to this balance change and, and discussing how the game is going to shift, you're right. There's a lot of stuff they don't want to accidentally say. They don't want to put their foot in their mouths. And they're at least the fighting game division is re- relatively new at this. So I would imagine they're going to be speaking with some caution pretty broadly. I, I don't even know that we would expect, uh, I-, I should say, I'm not really expecting them to get into details of specific character changes and the directions they want to take them, like what we got from those blurbs in previous patch notes. But where I do think that they could generally discuss things and they kind of have the wiggle room to be a little bit freer is in the way or the direction they want to take the game. And and by that, I mean, they might say something like, 
the offense has been too heavily preferred in the way the game works. We're we're taking steps to try to offset that and make there you know be more defensive options or or more ways around the uh, the frustrations that currently exist. Something broad like that, which I would be absolutely happy to and very content to hear about at this point. You know, we have the new stuff rolling down in just a few weeks, um, and and so like right now, just give us a little something to tide us over for this last home stretch before the first big you know content drop and uh and and you know really i'm more worried about the game in general than i am about individual characters as much as we talk about individual characters especially over the discussions that we've been recently having it feels like the alterations that need to be made are going to be made on a more foundational level um because you can buff Alex's lariat so many damn times. You can buff reuse fireball recovery so many times. Let me let, let's um just hold on because uh, I I thought you had a really great point there, and I do want to get right into the character balance stuff because it's huge. Um, Capcom just talking about this stuff is awesome because we might not agree, but at least we know. At least we know what your reasoning is. Instead of you and I having to guess at it in the entire community, it's like this is what we're looking at doing. And when you and I talk about balance on here. I don't know how often we're right. We're definitely right more often than we're wrong, you know, but we're not right all the time. And so it's not like, and no one in the community can proclaim to be right all the time, nor can Capcom, right? Uh, Capcom, you can argue whatever their track record is. I, I don't want to get into that, but it is just nice to know what the thought process is going through your head. It's nice to have some transparency there because when we're looking at Urium's buffs in season four and we're both looking at each other going, what the hell? And you led that charge. It took me a minute to wrap my head around that. You from the get go were like, this is bull crap. And you turned out to be dead on right. Right. And, and, but yeah. just having Capcom say, this is why we did this. It's huge. It's and yeah. You're going to get people blown up. You're, you're, you and I are going to go on our podcast and be like, screw this. This is bull crap. Half the community is going to be like that but that's already happening you're not that's not changing but at you least now we, lose. <laughs> we know you're freaking well no they got plenty to lose because this game was billed as a service and if you are and this is a quote directly from you i i'm taking your own knowledge and i'm throwing it back at our listeners man that's what i'm doing um <laughs> you said this so well not that long ago this is a service. You tell people what's going on with your service because they care about it. You talk to them. You communicate with them. That is called high-level business tactics. And if you refuse to do that for whatever reason, and guess what? Ono was okay. Ono was at least sitting in the, the chairman's seat when all these kind of choices were made, and he decided not to do them. We saw how that worked out. That was bullshit. And that should never happen again it is bullshit what they did to our community when they just decided to do things differently and not communicate don't do that crap ever again they're not so now that they're setting this expectation they're getting closer to what a triple a game company should look like we praise nrs up and down because nrs kicks ass at this stuff there's some stuff they suck at but they kick ass at actually talking to their fans and having you know these presentations capcom's doing the same thing this is beautiful but this should not be uh, considered a, an amazing development but it is because it's capcom and it's like capcom doing it for the first time it's like this is fine for starters but we need more of this that yeah. should be the baseline here and and this is this is not my thoughts these are not my words these are john velociraptor guerrero's words here i'm just freaking repeating them because of how smart that was that you read this many 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 months ago and i want to bring this back up again because you had a great point 
I appreciate that. Yeah, and and I and I still think that that's kind of where we're at right now. And you can look at other developers. I mean, NRS, they're they're knocking it out of the park, and and others are doing it too. You know, in different ways and such. But yeah, Capcom, man, they, they've they've been the torchbearers for so long. You expect more out of them. I am encouraged uh, at this progress. Let's not stop here. I I think that's kind of what you were getting at earlier too. It's like exactly. I I'm not yeah. happy with it. I'm not content. But I'm happy to see that it has grown this far. And yeah, like, like give us stuff to chew on. Let us know what you're thinking. Give us things to talk about because you need to keep your game going for another year and a half, two years or so. And you're not going to achieve that without working at it. You did not jump in there and say, hey, guys, guess what Street Fighter V is going to be? It's going to be a service. You did not say that. Capcom said that themselves. Your <laughs> yeah. words matter. The things you say matter. And, and to your fans, when you start going back on your promises and doing that other stuff, that's going to happen with everyone, right? But to what degree does it happen? And that is very important. And you have a chance to, to scale and scope the message every single month now. You know, or, you know, however often you guys want to do this stuff, you have so many opportunities to get messaging out there. No one expects perfect. And the people who do screw them, we don't expect that, but we do expect you guys to to be like a be like what you should be, which is a triple A game company who makes kick ass freaking fighting games that the entire community is a torchbearer for. Like uh, you're a torchbearer for the entire community. I, I should say that properly. Everyone looks to these games for what is happening in the community as a barometer for so many things. Whether you like Capcom fighting games or not, they are something you know intimately. I remember watching High Level Melee with the gods and all that kind of stuff, and, and it's like you know Leffen versus Mango, right? And they're talking about Daigo versus you know CN and stuff in the last tournament and all that kind of stuff even i don't care what fighting game you follow you know capcom fighting games somewhat and and you can shape so many great things about our community so even if you don't like this game even if you know you're whatever on it you want capcom to do well here because it helps our entire community le level up and have a base level of standard if you don't believe it look at rollback netcode capcom is the first triple a game company to do it and to do it as well as they have no one else was doing it before them as far as i know and and they have i'm not gonna say they're the gold standard but they're the they're the standard for at least getting rollback netcode in your games now mm -hmm. you know and i don't know if i don't know if nrs ever puts rollback code in their game unless capcom did it and that they created the demand and stuff for it maybe it happens maybe it doesn't but at least capcom was the first and again in so many instances of that of capcom being you know the, the torch bearers for our community but John, let, let, let's switch gears here. You were talking about characters, and I know people want to freaking hear us talk about characters instead of Capcom <laughs> carrying torches, right? So let's let's get into these characters. I'm talking about the low tier characters that everyone is stuck playing right now and hates the game because of, including you're not playing low tier so much, but you've tried some low tier characters, tried to get them to click. Well, and so they that's don't what work. I was. Yes, exactly. Well, I was kind of trailing off to earlier when we were talking about game balance and then why I was more interested in in these overarching sort of changes. Um, and again, I referenced the conversation I had with Steven earlier today. It feels as though, um, you know, you can buff Alex's Lariat so many times and he's still bottom of the barrel. You can buff, reuse, fireball, and this is and that's. And, and these characters aren't seeing much movement um, to a certain... Uh, John, I, I, I have a note on this, so just let me do this real fast, okay? Uh, I'm going to read you guys off the low tiers from back in 2008 according to our tier listing. Jury, Ed, Ryu, Alex, Fong. Now, from 2019, let me read you those low tiers. Ed, Alex, Ryu, Fong, Jury. Yeah. In 2021, we pretty much have those characters at or near the bottom of the list. 
please continue. I just I did that note and I had to jump in and say I'm like I did too much research. I have to I have to say this. Yes, John, I hear but anyway, you. I, by the, your research said I think you said 2008. I think you meant 2018 or maybe I uh, just 2018. Yes. Thank okay. You. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. 2019 and. Now. Well, yeah. Twitter will counsel you if you put up any wrong information up there, I should say. Uh, but yeah, so so what that tells me is at least to a certain extent, and this is a lot of the conclusions that I've been coming up with as I've been trying to further infiltrate and understand this game, is that you need something, and I dare say more skill-based, that, that a thread that runs through the entire roster that gives a character sort of a, a fighting chance based on the player's skill um, that's a very general, vague, broad idea there. I'm not saying parries from Third Strike, although to an extent that is how parries in Third Strike uh, are acknowledged. That wouldn't necessarily be the way you do it here. But the, the, the idea is you need something that gives these lower tier characters a fighting chance. And it doesn't seem like just tweaking up the dial has worked for you so far. This game is going is undergoing massive change, potentially. Maybe it'll be this little like, eh, hey, Critical Art 2, doesn't matter. <laughs> but maybe not. And um, that's kind of where my mind is at. My heart is hoping for us to go with all of these changes. But you're talking about these low tiers, and we do want to talk about them uh, more specifically. And again, I don't, I don't know what that specific change would be. I have some ideas and I talked last week about, you know, heavier buttons, having more recovery. I think that's a good start where we could all sort of play footsies and fall back on our footsie abilities if everything else failed. Um, but you were talking more about character specifics and I don't want to gravitate too far into the general. So what were some no, of your I, I, I'm mostly general as well, but I mean, I'm actually going to go back to something very smart you said last week. And that's why are we not tweaking this game a frame to uh, frame here or there yeah. every you know month, yeah. and this old way has proven not to work for these low tier characters. Look, everyone was super hyped about Ed, you know, last year and thought he was going to be this thing, and he's definitely better. You, you, there's no argument that Ed is not you know a better character, but he was like pretty much dead last. And now he's up to like, you know, the 30th spot. He's not freaking competing with Rashid. You know, that ain't happening. Like, like this is what do you what do you what are you trying to do here? Like it's you have uh, I think and we discussed it a lot. Nick has said it before and Majin Tension Hand, he he watches more tournaments than anyone. He's like the separation gap between high tiers and low tiers is, is one of the worst I've ever seen. You and no one in the community talks about this. So we're talking about it. And and it is if you play Alex compared to Akuma, it's insanity. And people don't realize it because Street Fighter Five is so volatile. You can get a few lucky hits in with Alex, and it's like that's how you can get a few games and stuff off of him. But if you're grinding that sucker out and you're playing against a high-level Akuma player, you stand no chance. That feels like, against a, a someone who's really grinded that matchup, that feels like a 9-1 matchup. It's ridiculously bad. And, and I'm sure it's not that bad, but it just it feels well, that way. Well, and the commitments a, that this game is, uh, they were successful in making this a commitment-based game. But when you do that, that means at some level, you have to let go of control and you have to say, I have made this decision and now I'm going to see it through. And it may or may not not at some point it's it's either the right decision or the wrong decision and uh, a lot of times if you're going to do it that way that means that the characters that have just better odds because they're you know frame advantage or or priority or range or whatever they are more often going to be making a right decision because their their move or their maneuver is better and so it's like it's just at some point it starts to become dice rolls or, or or chance now that's mixed in with abilities and, and maneuvering and, and positioning and things like that like it's not all just a casino crapshoot but a significant part of it becomes that and the characters with naturally better odds are going to win out more of the time 
Yeah, and and this is one of my predictions here for this next coming uh, upcoming patch. And people know I love this game. I really enjoy it. Uh, I mean, Rose is coming and all this other kind of stuff. I could not be more hyped about you know stuff for me. But I think the low tiers are going to stay low tier for the most part. And that is a really horrific statement that I do not like making. And I think that unless Capcom does this major balance patch and then continually updates the game to really create... Because we just saw a clip from High Fight today who, who showed a, a side switch combo from Akuma. It's like, oh yeah, let's go ahead and nerf his BNB. But hey, I guess he, he already has this other side switch. Now it takes meter and other stuff like that. But <laughs> our main problem with Akuma is like he has a million tools. And both you and I are super skeptical his that Capcom... Runs can deep, baby. <laughs> can, can they even nerf him? Can they even do it? Like... Like, they, these are the developers who made this. They can't even tame the beast. It's like Jurassic Park. The dinosaur, They made the dinosaurs. Now the dinosaurs are going crazy. That's Akuma. And, and <laughs> you can't control the dinosaurs once they're loose, man. It's just... Not anyway. even a velociraptor <laughs> can, can make it work. Ten points. I did it. Yeah, there you go. That's, we gotta get, there you go. That's, that's a secret, right? But anyway... Um, it's a problem, and it's a problem that you have not been able to fix by doing it the way you did it before. So let's see a new approach here and do a frame here or there every month when you do a brand new costume or something like that. And when you see Akuma is dominating like he has been, don't make your player base deal with that for a year. Don't make your player base deal with that for six months even. Make that like a two or three month thing and you're like, you know what, we're going to go ahead and tweak this and we're going to keep tweaking it until people are not able to build up the, the, the vitriol for, for that we have for Akuma. It's in the same thing for Rashid. That should not happen with a AAA game that's this good and this updated. And yeah, I say the game is this good because it is if you play the right character. And I'm throwing this in John's face now because I'm going to do it on the podcast because he's like, we should discuss it on the pod. I'm going to do it right now. Um, John has tried to play E Honda. He's tried to play Sagat. Um, one of the things that he does with Seth, which I think is brilliant, is he actually tries to zone with the character. Oh, it's not brilliant now, I think it doesn't work very well. <laughs> Okay, so I think it's brilliant that you even try it because that's how you are so good at zoning. You're actually able to zone a little bit with Seth. But that inherently what you just said is the problem. Seth can't zone and he shouldn't be able to zone. Seth, Seth is a great character just as is, you know, top 10 somewhere around there. He doesn't need any buffs, doesn't need the ability to zone. Please don't <laughs> isolate that statement, Capcom, and buff <laughs> Make Seth. Make his zone. air X throw a projectile too. Oh my God! Like that sounds. Let's. They're probably thinking, how can switch. we give? How, how can we give that to Akuma right now? Right? Like, is there a way we can give that to Akuma Rashid? Because that just seems to that seems like a good idea. <laughs> um, but anyway, I want John to go play Guile because Guile can actually zone in this game, and I play Manat, and Manat can zone primarily, mostly, and then rush down. And but Manat is also a really good character. Not is better than Sagat. She's better than Honda. She's better than a lot of these other characters. And if you don't have a character that's strong in this game, I don't think this game is that fun. Like you, you can make it work. You know, shouts to Rumors in Australia because he won a tournament with Cody, and there have been other players in here, but those are so few and far between in Street Fighter Five. It's depressing for me. It is legitimately depressing for me as a fan. I love this game. And I watch these characters and I watch my friends play them. And it's like, it's like Steven Dream King going from Guild to Poison. He and I are running sets. He has, he's been playing Poison for less than a month. He's already competing with me more than he was able to do for almost a full year of running Guild. You know, that is depressing. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, and yeah. and to, to kind of piggyback on this and something that you said recently. Um, okay. So we play Manat versus Seth quite a bit. And you just kind of own my soul 
most of the time. I, I And similar to like those Cody wins a tournament, Alex wins a tournament. I, I win some games here and there, but it just feels like, I mean, and I'm not the best Seth player, but that matchup just like, oh, I don't like it. And even when it's working yeah. for me, it's working because I like kind of guessed the right thing, even if it was low probability. Anyways, that's a super not fun matchup for me. I switch over to Nikali. I have a lot easier of a time because he's got different tools and different ways of dealing with Manat. And you went immediately to, you know, I'll, I'll play your Nikali man, especially if you want some games, but that is not a very fun matchup for me. And I've played it enough times that I, I really don't want to just do it all the time. Like I, when we play casual games, like I'm not looking forward to Monat versus Nikali. And you feel the same yeah. way about uh, M. Bison. Um, and I think Balrog too. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it sounds like you've been feeling that way. I know I've been feeling that way given in, in a lot of matchups, both with Nikali and the other characters that I've played. And, and Steven has uh, said a lot of the same sentiments that like, you know, this game just for this character, for what its abilities are relative to the others, there's certain matchups and then those, the number of those matchups go higher, the lower down the tier list you go naturally, where it's just like not even fun to do the back and forth. It's not fun yep. to play the, I go high, you go low or whatever the, 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 the dynamic is. And that's a problem, man. And, and, and maybe it's yeah. just us, but also no, it's not. maybe it's, it's not. This is a community. Yeah, no, this is this is not just us. This is my big issue with this. You know how much, again, our listeners know how much I love this game. This is my favorite game right. of all time. You shouldn't be I saying, love. oh, but if there's an opportunity to play this matchup, I'm probably going to skip. It's like what? Yeah, I mean, it's it's I, I will I will play it with you for a little while, but it's like you start throwing in things like latency and stuff. I've been um, uh, drinking played uh, Bison against me, and I was playing Vega, a character I used to play for a year. You know, I played Vega when he first came out because you know there was not many options, and I'm like, okay, I guess I'm playing Vega, and um, he just you know, EX stopped me and killed me and stuff like that. And like, it was just, it was, it was just a given that of course he was going to EX stomp and just feeling it on my end, feeling the oppressiveness in the dumb play of Bison. It's demoralizing. It, it and, is and just, it's not it's like that you, like he was a step ahead of you. It was that I no, know just this is it. coming, but I yeah. can't really do much about it. And, and like, so then I'm going to, I'm going to do my commitment thing, whatever that happens to be in this you know particular instance. Steven was talking about Gil this way too. It's like, he got to a point where playing against your Minot, he didn't, he wasn't ever surprised by anything that was coming out, but just like, like meaning that he's more or less refined that matchup and dug through it so far that it's just become, it's like, there's no surprises. It's just become, this is what you can do. This is what I can do. Here are the counters here, are the, you know, and that back and forth, but you no, everything's out on the table and when you get to that level and it still isn't fun and you still don't feel like you have even a fighting chance or if you do it's not a fun process to go through it's basically just like well i guessed here and it worked out and but there's not a lot of satisfaction from that like that's an issue and, and I want to be very careful here because we're not saying we explored every facet of Gil versus Manat versus Nikali versus Seth and other stuff. There's there's clearly more to explore there. But your point and your guys' point that, that you made very well on this, uh, you and Dream King, was it's not fun to explore that after a certain point. It becomes more like a chore. And all of us have explored these games very in-depth. I've been playing hardcore fighting games since Super Street Fighter 2. Or no, since Street Fighter 2. Not even Super Street Fighter 2. Like, back, like way back, I'm... I'm very old school and I'm very old, but I've been doing this for a long time. Street Fighter V is a special kind of pain for this right now. And again, as much as I love the game, I can see it plain as day. I don't know how many other people see this and I don't know more importantly if Capcom sees it. And it's one of the main things we wanted to talk about. Like 
you can see examples of this like in other fighting games. And let me let me list off Ultra Street Fighter 4 here because I know it's near and dear to a lot of people's hearts. You go and look at characters like Dan, DJ, Hakan, T-Hawk, Makoto, Cody, Goken, El Forte. Um, they never really climbed out of the pits. They got better, sure. But even near the end of that game, they were considered low tier. But you know what you saw from basically all those characters? They were still able to compete. We watched a Makoto win an entire tournament. Makoto was considered very low tier in Ultra Street Fighter 4 for people who don't remember. I know you have no idea about this Goken character, but I know you won a tournament or two back in the day. <laughs> he was not considered to be all that good. Shocker to you, I know, but there it is. Yeah. Um, I know uh, Exion, who's very hype about Dan coming out here in Street Fighter 5. I know he did a lot of work with Dan in Street Fighter 4. And but the, the separation between tiers is insanity in this game. It is one of the worst separations of high to low tiers I've ever seen in a fighting game. And I'm just now starting to realize it as we're really processing this game more. And so uh, I, I'm not super hopeful on the new mechanic. I, I look at that as critical art, too, and go, <sighs> OK, you know, and that's, you know, whatever it is. But I do look at the separation of tiers and it is the the hands down number one thing I hope Capcom addresses because you have characters in the top 10 who are complete and total bull crap in context to what the low uh, tier characters are in this game. Yeah. So it sounds like to me that you are kind of hoping for uh, Capcom to go in and, and fix uh, say like the the balance problem more from the point of view of the individual characters, which there absolutely needs to be manipulation there and 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 tweaking. Manipulation sounds negative. I don't mean negativity there, but there needs to be some attention and some some movement in that arena. I've more and more so gone over to that things need to change on a fundamental risk reward level so that characters can have a fighting chance even if they're not the best. Because there's you know. You're going to have a tier list. You know, there's going to be someone on the bottom, but you want that one on the bottom to at least have like the, the sense of autonomy that they like they can do something about it. And it's fun to do something about it. Like that's what you those are the two big, obvious, broad boxes that you need to have checked at the beginning. And it's like it's easier for me to say that than do that. But also it's their job to do that. So do it. I'm, I'm less hopeful of that route being viable for Capcom because of how season five came about, because oh, yeah. season five was at. It was an accident, pretty much. It was um, okay. So I'm gonna get a little bit. I'm gonna get a little bit here of rumor. So take it as you will. But supposedly, um, Ono botched Street Fighter Six uh, with some kind of mechanic that no one else kind of thought would work well. It didn't test well with you know Capcom. It didn't pan out well. And Street Fighter Six was basically supposed to be announced right around this time. Uh, if you look at some of Capcom's like IR documents and other stuff, that matches up at least loosely. I don't know if it matches up one to one, but you know, so take this stuff with a grain of salt, but I'm not repeating this to, to just put out a random wild rumor that's completely unsubstantiated. Like there's there's validity at least somewhere along this this road I'm going on. Um, so take it as you will. But Ono basically messed up Street Fighter 6 to the point where they're like, okay, we need to bring Street Fighter 5 back for longer than we want to. Uh, they 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 didn't say the game was on life support to me, but they definitely insinuated that they did not want the game to continue for much longer. Mm -hmm. um, and so with that... If you have, if you're scrambling to get another season of the game in there, if you are trying to come up with a brand new battle, you know, mechanic and other stuff like that, I don't think you have a lot of time to put a very thoughtful mechanic in there. So I agree that your approach would be awesome and I would love to see it because I think it would help revitalize a game in a lot of ways that it needs. I'm just not hopeful that that's going to happen because looking at where the game is at and, and the time that they've had to do it, plus COVID-19 impacting things, 
it's a rough situation. And, and I don't put this on the people still at Capcom. Uh, I, I think that they are doing the, they work damn hard and there's damn smart people there who I freaking think are awesome. Not, not good. They're awesome. I, I there's so many people at Capcom that kick freaking ass, mm. but you have to, you have to play the hand you're dealt. Right. And I, I'm just, I, so I'm, I'm more thinking that it's, it's easier for them to tweak the characters than it is for them to add a brand new mechanic. That's going to revitalize the game. I hope I'm wrong and I hope you are right, but that's just how I see it. Well, and it looks like uh, more than it looks like uh, we're certain that some kind of new mechanic is coming and we're certain that they're going to do a balance patch. And so they're, they're approaching it from both angles, which is what I think they need to do. And it's interesting. This is, we're essentially getting into the territory that I specifically wanted to talk about for my segment this week um sort of from a from a side entrance but that's just fine um basically my idea here was i'm seeing more and more responses to when we talk about street fighter 5 put up articles do speculation even about season 5 here which is kind of the big news right now um where people are just saying more and more often when's sf6 and and i get that to a certain extent some of it is just people being lame but there's a certain point where, you know, people are moving toward that direction and that's something that you'd be remiss to ignore. So I'm thinking, okay, we've got a situation here where Street Fighter V ideally is going to carry the baton to the end of its life and then pass that baton with some momentum to Street Fighter VI as opposed to things just kind of dying down, coming to a halt, and then having to get Street Fighter VI up off the ground as opposed to a running start. You can see the benefits there very clearly. Um, so... When I think about that, I, I'm like, mm, there have been a lot of issues, and it's not just the way Street Fighter V, uh, you know, functions. It's not just the product that Capcom has developed with all of the successes and the faults that are included. It's also, like you mentioned, COVID-19 putting a huge muting blanket on this process, uh, and and like restricting most play to being only online, and even further getting rid of the hype of of. The, the CPT proper, but even just recently, they've canceled what was going to be Capcom Cup in the DR, and now it's just the Capcom Pro Tour Finals where it's some exhibitions, and I don't I don't think we even know if there's going to be any exchange of, of monetary rewards or anything like that, but the, the hype, man, it's just it's getting stepped on uh, in, in a, a lot of different ways. I'm going, what will it take for Street Fighter V to have a successful and empowered final chapter or two here as we make this home stretch? What will that look like? Um, generally speaking, we talk about how the game could be altered up and down every week, um, and we can still continue to do that here. Um, I, I do want to jump in just, and in, in, I'm going to heavily piggyback on what you said. I really think that with the large disparity between offense and defense, when they do the new balance patch and other stuff, if they don't nail what we're talking about, I think this game, I think interest is going to surge for three to six months. And then after that period of time, I think it's going to be pretty much how it is right now. Where the game is not that hype, people are just kind of playing it to, to wait for Street Fighter Six and other stuff, and that is a horrible spot for this game yeah. to be in. I do not like where Street Fighter Five is right now. I do not like the collective opinion of it. I don't like how the community is talking about it. It's not good. Right. And, and even Capcom, uh, again, a year ago, was saying this is not good. You know, and, and they really, it's like as much as I love this game, they do need to overhaul it a good darn bit. It is not well received in the community. It's like, look, this is a perfect time to do it. Ono's gone. Um, the community is very lukewarm on this game. Like, this is the perfect time to hit it. 
I just and I think if they don't, we we've got three to six months of this for the community will be interested no matter what, right? So it's uh, I I hate to be a negative Nancy, right? Because again, uh, but this is just look. I I'm not gonna also blow smoke in, in people uh, blow smoke up their butts kind of thing in terms of like where I think this game is gonna be. I got to be real, you know, kind of thing. Like uh, this is how I feel. I hope I'm wrong. But but damn, th- we are just a few weeks away from this game officially being five years old. Yep, yep. thirteen days will be its fifth yep. birthday. We are so old. Oh my gosh, you are old, John. <laughs> um, but I, before we get too far away from this, uh, I have here in all caps in my notes the very general, broad, without much detail, but basic idea of what I think uh, could needs to happen for Street Fighter V to to achieve that success of its final chapters being momentum-filled and energized and such. And that is, people need to feel like the game is going to change for the better. And there was a similar sort of situation with Street Fighter IV in the transition into Ultra. Now, people weren't, I think, as upset with it, and they were more raring to go, but there were some very clear issues in that last major transformation, which I think is is very comparable to what we're about to go through with this new battle mechanic in these last this last season you know the ultra update was kind of like what this last season of street fighter 5 is going to be and there were problems with street fighter 4 with things like the vortex and uh and and i think that was like the main like issue it's like man if it, stuff's not fun it's getting vortexed where you just don't even have an opportunity once akuma knocks you down stuff along those lines and capcom did something with delayed wake up that like vortex was effectively heavily muted by that they did a really good job but it wasn't completely gone you know like not all of the issues are fixed but when people and myself included when i heard oh there's going to be an option that as far as i can tell man it's really promising looking that it's going to fix this exact issue that i and many people have with this game that gave me hope that gave the community hope and sure enough it changed things up not only did it get rid of the frustrating thing but it gave us a whole new uh point of view to or or angle to approach the game from now like what other new opportunities does this present what does this do for individual characters Mm -hmm. that might have been bad before but just giving them this thing might be a game changer for them and it gave us a whole new game to explore in fact we didn't have enough time we wanted to explore street fighter 4 more when 5 came out i very a lot of the community was some of us did yeah Yeah, i was ready to move but i was feeling it for both of us so it's fine we i had enough to count for everybody but but (laughs) well the thing the thing is and you're more right than you are wrong but i do want to paint the other side because there was plenty of people ready to move on from street fighter 4 with where it was at street fighter 4 gets looked at through these rose colored glasses which are so unfair rose tinted or whatever the heck the phrase is but uh rose something right but it is i i hate when that happens because i saw the same thing happen with third strike and if we're talking about the difference between high tiers and low tiers third strike is a hallmark of horrific game balance that is maybe worse than, than Street Fighter V is right now. Might be, I'm not 100% sure, it's close at least. It's comparable, and again, when you're talking about Sean and 12 and all these, you know, Hugo and stuff like that, like, yeah, you saw some people do stuff with them, but, like, tournaments were so bad with Third Strike that they they put people on teams, and then they limited it so you could only have one Yun and one Chun-Li and stuff on the team. That's how bad the game got that they had to make the tournament format different so that the game was interesting. And that that's a horrible place to be in. But people hear Third Strike and they hear, you know, Street Fighter 4 and they're like, oh, you know, 
they they just don't see the game as realistically as what was there in my opinion um but with third strike i have tangible proof and so does the entire community but well uh, i do yeah. remember a very distinct and it was for myself but also i mean just in the midst of super arcade when ultra dropped there was this new found energized um resurgence for like okay we can explore this there's there's new stuff here and there were, there were problems with ultra for sure but it yeah. gave us something to do that was fun enough uh that we were motivated to do it and and something to explore and something to play and if we got something like that now for street fighter 5 i think that's what it's going to take to take us to that um, momentum filled baton toss yeah, I agree completely. And, and Capcom's proven they could do it with Ultra Street Fighter 4. I know some of the people that were responsible for that are gone, but still a lot of the people are still there. That's one of the nice parts about Capcom, and, and they do get a, some of a bad rap for some of the departures that are very notable. Um, they have, I mean, you would be shocked to read some of the you know developer uh, um, credits and stuff like that, that like you've got people who worked on the Alpha games or Third Strike and stuff who have stayed there this entire time. And when you have that level of corporate knowledge, when I say that there are some brilliant minds that Capcom when game balance and other stuff is concerned, I freaking mean it. Like most of these other companies have not been able to hold on to that level of talent. You can look at NRS, you can look at a bunch of other companies. You might see a few people who have been there the entire time, but Capcom's got a pretty substantial staff for their fighting game department who's been there for a long time. Mm. And doesn't mean that every choice is perfect and other stuff like that, but that's one of the reasons how come I believe Capcom fighting game balance is in uh, you know they I just bashed Street Fighter Five to the ground so I got to be very careful with this but I there's there are some very smart people there I will say that and and again now that Ono is gone uh, and Ono I just want to remind everyone who who put out a statement with Street Fighter Four Arcade Edition and said we purposefully made Yan and Yang unbalanced. Because I thought it would be more. That's what the community wanted, right? I, well, I guess we had to direct the quote at this point, but it was something along the lines of, "This is what people want." <laughs> I I love Ono. I always will because he really did bring back, in my opinion, fighting games to the masses, and and that that can never be taken away from him. And and, and Ono is such an energetic and lovely person, but some of the some of the choices he made, and some of the, the some of the feathers he ruffled, we're still feeling that. You know, kind of thing, and and but now what I always go back to is Ono ain't there no more. So whatever you want to previously have pinned on him, you don't get to do that. Now it's up to you. You know, the people there, you people, you know, kind of thing to 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 make this great. And 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 I'm man, I that's what I want to see. And you did it with Ultra Street Fighter Four. That was with uh, you know Ono at the helm. Can you do it again? Can you pull that rabbit out of your hat again? And I'm really hoping that they do. Um, but man, am I skeptical? Well, I'm I'm. Man, I've been very skeptical since about like a year into Street Fighter V. Uh, I just I felt like I was disappointed by a lot of the stuff that happened there. I think understandably so. And I've been kind of allowing myself to get a little more trusting and, and you know, evidenced by a lot of the stuff we've seen progress we talked about earlier. Today, there was a posting, um, just nodding to the February 11th showcase that we've talked about, right? Where you have uh, Nakayama and Matsumoto and then, uh, is it Washige also there? Wasuji. Uh, I always forget how to pronounce his name, but he's a, a Guilty Gear it, It's god, weird seeing him you know, sitting kind of... down. I don't, I'm not used to seeing him sitting down. But anyways, <laughs> it's the three of them doing the YMCA, but it's an yeah. SF and, and, and V, right? And uh, the tweet uh, is just to basically point to, hey, you know, they're on Capcom Fighters, we're going to be talking about the new balance changes. But the message that's posted with it says specifically, what new balance changes and mechanics, with a big old S at the end there, is he cooking up for us? Mechanics is an interesting, like, 
Is there yeah. more than one? And sure enough, just to remind you, when we did the Ultra update for Street Fighter 4, they added both Red Focus and Delayed Wake Up. If this is similar to that, maybe we're getting more than one. Maybe there's something coming along with Critical Art 2, which, okay, fine, bring Critical yeah. Art 2 as long as something else here. But my point is, maybe they're doing a lot Maybe there is 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 legitimately, and, and maybe it, it amounts to even a worse game, but at least it's something for us to explore for a little while and, and have some mystery to and have the hope that it'll make a better experience than we have right now. If there's more than one mechanic, man, that'd be uh, great as far as I'm concerned. And maybe that's just because I'm like, I'm kind of tired with what we have. But I think also yeah. a lot uh, of people I, are hashtag wins SF6. Yeah, again, it's uh, this is, uh, I'm... I love the game, but I, I can appreciate the the want and the need for this for a lot of people. Because uh, I, I want more people to love this game with me. You know, it's I think that this game is is going to be really underappreciated um, when it's gone. Like, it, it, it's it, when it's gone. We're not like, going to look at gonna, it with rose-colored like, glasses? Uh, it's, I think there's going to be a lot of people who, who the nostalgia, like, man, this this game did a lot of things right that the community did not appreciate. Much like Street Fighter Cross Tekken, there's a lot of stuff it did wrong, but there's a lot of stuff it did right. And it wasn't until the game died that people kind of look back on it and said, man, like, I really enjoyed this game. You know, and, and it's, yeah, but where I think it's a similar thing. so great that even though it very much had those things that you could hold on to, when you kind of look at it at the with the total equation um, in your view, you go, well, that's the problem. That's, that's the, the the cost that comes with having such egregious problems with it is that even there though you, you have good stuff it doesn't matter and and i think that you have to look at it as a whole at some point you gotta yep, go well i agree yeah so so there's yeah. still a very much a reason why it's like it's just because you got good stuff you can very tragically shovel all the bad stuff and cover that up and then and not be remembered for it but that's still that's still what you did man uh, I have to ask you now. So if Capcom delivers on what you just said there, can they wash that bad taste out of people's mouths? I will sing their praises from the mountaintops. I, I try to, to the best of my ability, call it like it is from any point in the timeline and then let go of the old okay, stuff now, if it's changed. That's not what I asked. What are you asking? I asked if the community oh. will do that. Not just you. Now, will the community, hopefully I asked that properly, okay. but if I didn't, my apologies, but will the community do that? Yes, I think that there, cool. there will be those that absolutely just get stuck in their conservative. They, they had their first impression. They had their first 40 impressions over five years <laughs> and they still kept coming back. Why do we do this? Uh, no, but but there will be people that like they have their view of Street Fighter V, like with anything. But I think if it truly changes and the truth of the matter is that it becomes a more fun experience and stuff that's that, that people are legitimately motivated more so than they are now to play and they and they have good reactions to it and such, that will I don't see any reason why that would get overly stuffed down. I mean it, it does have some weights on it. It took five years or more to get there. Like that's gonna be part of the story. But if they really do turn things around, I mean there's also the the kind of like the Cinderella, like, oh last minute everything came together and it there was like this dramatic change that people won't be able to ignore either. Like that'll be something to talk about. Remember when Street Fighter Five really clicked over? Like and remember how crappy it was before like there, there will be reasons to talk about it and to trumpet it. But yes, you, you know, there will be people that hold on to the old ways too and, and don't have much nuance in their analysis. And if it was once bad, it's always bad. Uh, so all of that. But to answer your question, yes, I do think that the community generally will acknowledge that it got better if it gets better. Yeah. 
So I, I hope so too. But um, uh, I'll go ahead and, and, and kind of uh, give us a because we're getting here a little bit long on the show, and uh, I wanted to hit a few other points that people mm-hmm. may not have paid attention to. But um, I'm pretty sure we're going to see some details here about Akira and Oro. Uh, they're coming right after Rose. Uh, we know Rose is officially going to be part of it, but I'd be a little bit surprised if they don't drop a, a few, you know, kind of nuggets there about the new two upcoming characters, right? Because they're being heavily worked on right now as well. Um, I also think we're going to get a hint or two about the final character's identity. I know that you've been looking at some of the background images and stuff there. Like, yes. what are you seeing there? Okay, so in that image that I just talked about that just came out today with the developers doing the S, F, and V, they're in front of a giant kind of cubby cabinet with I think there are 21 little openings there. It's the same one that they did uh, when they did the summer update when they first told us that season five was coming. Now, they've changed out everything that was in the cubbies back during the summer update with new stuff. And uh, I, I, one of the things, top middle of the whole presentation is a big golden rose. I know that you were debating on whether or not it was a rose and the significance of if it's some other flower. Uh, I'm, I'm not a botanist, and so the, the petals are a little bit suspect to me. Like, I don't know what kind of flower it is, but it could be a rose. The, the image is very blurry. That's one of the things I think we can state. And it's hard to see everything in there in, in extreme detail, even though it's a 4,000 uh, resolution image, 4K image. Uh, of It's a really... Capcom and that image should be looked at pretty closely yeah. is one of the things I can see because that's not like a 600 by 40 uh, you know resolution image it's 4,000 pixels it's a freaking big thing so yes. but also with that a lot of those details are very blurry even then unfortunately mm-hmm. so my thinking here as I look around this I go well all of this was put there intentionally and some of it is very obviously just some of Capcom's merchandise. Like there's a Street Fighter duck that, that we've uh, posted about. There's some of their artwork, art, artwork, fighting game, fighting game artwork books. Um, there's an SF2 little cabinet thing. Uh, but there's like that, like I said, there's that rose. There is a Dan, um, like Funko Pop figurine standing next to a Ryu and a Ken. And behind, uh, uh, I think it's Matsumoto, uh, there is uh, what look like a couple of cards, um, and and just like you said, it's blurry, and you zoom in, and you still can't really tell if they're like the tarot cards that we saw, like that that special edition, like really expensive group of tarot cards you could buy, um, or something else. But it to me looks like one of them is probably Oro, and the other one, I the the rest of the team has kind of disagreed with me on this, but I really think the other one looks like Mars, the Bison doll, which cool but also i really hope that that's not a hint that we're getting mars as the fifth character but as you look around this i i i am inclined to believe that five of these objects are nods toward the guest care or the new characters that are coming in um you already see dan i see rose i see what i think is oro and then i'm not sure but there are a few that i can't i don't know what they are and i can't like like some of them are like there's the sake bottle of of there's street fighter sake and um that one's like oh well just put up the stuff that you want to sell because this is an opportunity to put your stuff in front of people's eyes makes <laughs> sense put, yeah, put the artwork it. book right yeah. but then what's that rose just to there? add a little bit more weight to what you're saying like phil spencer hid the uh, xbox series s behind him and all the you know stuff he was doing with microsoft yep. right yep. and it's a very modern era approach there to kind of a- have some back yeah, it's in Capcom even did this when Kenny Omega went out to say. announce Rose like you had a Rose in the background right yes. like this is there's very much validity to, to like background hints are a thing you know like I just wanted to back that up like I don't I don't think anyone can deny it at this mm-hmm. point in time just what do the hints add up to I think that's you know up for speculation there's some little what looks like maybe it's like a little red chair or, it, or maybe it's a building it's very hard to tell right behind with Shige's head and then to the to the left 
um, of his head is like some even smaller thing that I have no idea. Maybe it's like a stack of coins, but I don't, I can't tell. But I would like the the community, as I'm sure they're already doing, to kind of look at this and maybe someone sees something and they just, they're aware of some detail like, oh, that's, you know, that's a background thing from rival schools on this stage. And it's like a reference to Akira or something like that. I don't know. But if Capcom is progressing like we've we've been saying they have in communication, uh, a huge thing that they could and should be doing is leaving little breadcrumb trails of hints for us to talk about, to get excited about. And maybe it's nothing, but probably it is. I mean, like, why would you skip that opportunity in this day and age, like you're saying, with little stream hints and such? Like, do that. And I think that they're probably doing it here. And that makes me a little more excited and gives me a little more confidence that they are indeed on the right track. Yeah, it, it, it's we. That is something I think Ono did really well. He did the other communication stuff really bad, but I thought he did a great job of doing hints, even though we correctly spotted Honda way in advance. And he's like, "That you guys are reading way too much into it." But of course, he put the winky smiley face on there. Shout outs to Ono, uh, love you, Ono. Like Hashtag no one ever really said good. it was Akuma. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the the hinting part, I love that Ono. I he, I think he did a great job with that and really got the community hype over it. And I'm glad to see that tradition keep going because that is our fighting game history. It's Shenlong. That is Akuma. That is you know we we. We love our mysteries and our hints and other stuff like it just gets us going it's, it reminds us of the great old days of playing fighting games and it's hard to have that level of mystery and stuff in games anymore um because of the internet right but you can still do stuff like this and it's a lot of fun and it, it's just it's fun it's it's great it reminds us again this is why we play fighting games is for part of the mystery too right so I, I love seeing it. Absolutely. And and just this morning, this came out just a few hours ago. I mean, I jumped on uh, after it came out from, from my shift and started talking to uh, both Dakota and, and, and Steven and, and yourself too. And we've been talking about this for, for a good little while, like saying, oh, that looks like it might be this tarot card, if you, especially if you color correct it. And, and uh, that might be this thing from, from that thing. And, and But like, I don't think it is. And I'm really not sold on that. But the point is, we're talking about the Street Fighter V stuff with hope, with excitement, with intrigue. And that's what you want if you're Capcom. So even on just that basic level, you're already doing things better. Yeah, uh, now I got to pour uh, water all over that great little segment you had there and just also say that I expect Capcom to comment on how bad COVID-19 has impacted development because that's still very much a thing. And they, you know, delayed Dan slash didn't delay him. I actually think it's a a possibility that they, they grabbed the roadmap, you know, that we, we saw earlier and, and they cash in on the, the subject timelines. to change. Yeah, they, they cash in on their asterisk. Yeah, and basically just say like, look, we're sorry, but this is going to get delayed a little bit more than we thought. It, 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 you know, again, we, we discussed last week that, you know, uh, technically, what is it, fall 2021 goes to like December, middle of December, basically. Mm-hmm. So they've got a lot of room here to work with, but I would not be shocked, especially with what's happening with Street Fighter Six and, and COVID overall, um, that um, we might be in for a little bit of a, uh, more of a delay. Uh, and I, I just, I, I don't blame Capcom in the slightest for that. That is the realities of of all video game companies um, but I wouldn't be shocked if we see it so just kind of warning people in advance that you know eh, that might be a thing oh no so, <laughs> it sounds uh, like the cap cops are at your door take you away yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you have anything else to say you better say it pretty quick all right yeah I, I do want to I do want to end this on the great words of uh, Sanford Kelly from my perspective and that is if you do not like Street Fighter 5 right now and that's a, a lot of people out there I really strongly encourage you to go pick a top tier uh, because I, I just, I, I have had so much privilege in this game. Uh, I did play a low tier for a little while with Vega, but for the most part, I've played either mid or high tier in this game. 
And I think that's one of the reasons how come I've enjoyed it so much. And I have to acknowledge my privilege as a, as a Monot player. As a, I just I have a lot going for me. Uh, I don't think Monot is amazing in this game, but she has like every tool. But every tool is very hard to use, you know, kind of thing. So it's a, it's a thing. And like I and so if you do want Street Fighter in your life, which is a lot of our listeners, right? If you're listening to this, we cover Street Fighter pretty much every week, no matter what. Like it's it's few and far between. And, and so many people are upset about the game. We've had people, numerous people write us and say, I love your guys' show. I hate Street Fighter V. Well, this message is for you. If that's you out there, go pick a top tier. Sanford Kelly was very smart when he said it, uh, but he, he he just, you know, the, that his uh, his legacy lives on. That's what we'll say about Sanford, right? Um, go go try this. It's why I want John to go try Guile. Please, everyone, ping him on Twitter and say, why haven't you played Guile yet uh, until he does it and, and wins Evo with Guile. play stupid Guile. Fine. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, and, and so I, but I don't want to end on that negative point because it's, it's fairly negative. Uh, but I will just say if Rose is top or bottom tier, I'm playing her. I don't care. That is my character. I'm a crazy idiot. Most people are not as, as dumb as me when it comes to character loyalty, but that's my character. Like that, I, I could not play another character ever. I can't do it. Like, so if Rose is worse than Dan, you guys heard it, heard it here first, I'm going to play it. But to end on a better note, there actually is a great game here. If you can sort through all the, the 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 trash that's happened over the years and the very bad balance state between the high and the low tiers, there is a very enjoyable and fun game. Shockingly enough, and I know I'm probably talking you know crazy talk here, but it's there, and that's what I want people to see. It doesn't mean you have to love this game. It doesn't mean you have to whatever, but. So many people want to play Street Fighter V. They just can't. They feel like they can't. And this is, unfortunately, the way that you kind of have to do it now. And, hey, maybe the balance you know, change comes out and, you know, you can go back to Nash and, and actually play him and be viable and other that kind of stuff. But at least you, you've, you've had the privilege that I have had over these years. And the privilege is that, that double meaning right there of, yeah, I've had a lot of privileges playing Monat, but also I've had the privilege of playing Monat. I've got to experience this game on a level a lot of people have not. And if you play one of those characters, this game is really freaking awesome. And so I just wanted to strongly encourage everyone to to give it a try. It's not just for John. I'm I'm saying this to everyone who's kind of given up on the game. Like it's a great way to kind of get back into it and experience what other people have, have had the joy of doing. Yes. And 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 don't play Bison. <laughs> <laughs> you jerks. Uh, the only other thing I'd say to that is, um, and this is also positive, so don't worry. We can still end on it is that if that's true and i do believe it is because i've had plenty of of matches and rounds and, and experiences where the what you're talking about has come to the surface maybe it's the matchup maybe it's just the way both uh both me and and then the uh, my opponent at the time was playing but i've had those where there very much is that fun thoughtful uh street fighter chess match in street fighter 5 like it definitely exists from time to time bring it up to the surface and we as the community yes we need to be um looking to find that uh, but at the same time, I think there's more onus on the developers to bring it to the surface. But the fact that it exists in the first place is a really nice thing to 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 start with and see, okay, what it, what about that makes it that way? And how do we um, further accentuate that and further emphasize it? And I think it's very possible. I think it's absolutely mm-hmm. possible. I don't think we're as far away as the negativity that we and myself very much included um, in the way that we discuss this game so often because we're motivated by these frustrated ass feelings all the time. 
make it out to be. I think that we are closer to a, a very fun experience than my heart has been telling me after I lose, you know, a thousand points or whatever. Um, I'm looking forward to it. We're just a few weeks away from some really big first answers. Let's go into it with our heads held high, with our with our speculation meters, uh, you know, maxed out and, and excitement. Uh, let's do it. And and then Capcom has been, like we said, setting us up for that. Let's let's agree with it. Let's walk forward. Let's have a good attitude. I'm gonna have a good attitude, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there it is, y'all. Uh, that's going to wrap us up for this week of the Event House Podcast. Once again, thank you all so much for listening, and we'll be back with you soon. Adios.